I've noticed the great privilege of speaking and sharing and exploring these themes over over the years. That often, once a little feeling starts to come in, that there's something in us and in in, in myself as well. It kind of touches a, a place and points of. Uh, interest and curiosity and senses there's some truth in it which the mind can't quite get round mm-hmm. and feels the kind of limitation of a known mind to really comprehend and yet it, it sparks something in all of us mm-hmm. somewhere sometimes it just it just sparks as you say we can listen in another time and place and of course we are, are the privileged generation of being able to do that. This. this is the last, only last generation or two that's been able to do this. To actually listen, sometimes you just listen another time and place and it, it really starts, it just registers. And sometimes their very wish to understand is getting in the way. <laughs> the heart's in the right place We've got a sense, but the wish to is, it's almost we've got to kind of just rest, <coughs> kind of let it come. Yeah, please, yeah. Because I think this would touch on the topic mm. that we talked on. Um, you said that the freedom uh, that arises mm. is confirmed by the diversity of uh, possibilities mm. of uh, the relative. Mm. Could you? Could Continue on this topic. So that I could, because because it is different, Mm. the uh, ultimate is confirmed. It does not really matter what reactions uh, were elicited. In a way, we're always, at every level, exploring to end any kind of gap. And a very easy gap to make in what we explored together this afternoon, the gap between the relative and, and the ultimate, which the very language called relative and ultimate implies a, a gap. And once we have that, <coughs> then we make a kind of separation between all this, which we call relative. You see of our world and something ultimate and it gives almost the impression of something higher above or beyond there and it's almost to forget the impressions which our eyes and our ears are giving us there while taking acknowledgement because as the Buddha said if the eyes and the ears were a problem then the blind and the deaf would be closer to the truth. So we also forget what the eyes and ears are telling us and what the thought is telling us. And that gives some sense that the ultimate is where the relative is. And the sense of something, to uh, use Carson's words, something extraordinary extraordinary that 
fills the ordinary. So extraordinary, it's untouchable, and it's unholdable, um, and un- it's an unthinkable. And this extraordinary, called, called ult- ultimate, is revealed equally everywhere and it's completely indestructible. And it kind of, everything rests in this extraordinary. So everything, everything, thing, 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 the very world we live in is the very revelation of the deathless. Because we have not made the eyes and the ears the confirmation of reality and the thought that goes with it. We just have not made it the reference point for the true nature of things. The true nature of things is indestructible. Another question. Mm. Is, it, is it impossible to say this extraordinary, yeah. just God? You, you, you can, unless, except for hands. <laughs> the question was, can we say the extraordinary, can we use the word God? And I said, yes, except for hands. <laughs> so the... the the word, eh? You, you explain so beautifully selflessness and emptiness, and now. Bring this big self in. I didn't do it. I haven't answered the question. I just, uh, <laughs> God is not, is not self. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God is not a being. God is something you know, else. You know the famous statement of Schopenhauer. He one time said, "And an impersonal God is a contradiction in itself." Mm-hmm. It's an absurdity. God is always personal. Right. So <laughs> it is just a word. G O D. It is. It is it has no inherent significance to it other than what we give to it. Mm-hmm. It's no more a revelation of reality than shit. <laughs> Basically. Just a word. So, if for some, I think, it feels a little bit more comfortable then I think a person needs the freedom to use it. You know, some of us, I use it very, very, very rarely. Very, very uh, rarely. I think in some environments it's, it's, it's more wise and skillful. Uh, not to Middle East, I don't, I don't. I question the whole concept with them. With them because I think it, it, it's more a problem than it's worth. But in some situations, I think it's but when I say tra- it, it's is the skill there for its use? Because it's a heavily charged word. 
I, I would agree with what you say. Mm. And uh, in, in some uh, <coughs> circles of the different uh, Christian churches, yes. there is a totally different understanding mm. of what you yes. say today. Yeah. And I name it as God. Mm. But let's say when we when we look to Meister Eckhart and Johannes Taul and all these mm, yeah. mystics, yeah, yeah, yeah. difference. But Klaus, if you carefully read Meister Eckhart, um, what he actually does is he uses the word God for one purpose, to dissolve it. Mm. He, the way he uses it, yeah. that's why he was called a heretic and that's why he finally exactly. was killed, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He takes it, <laughs> but he shows all the absurdities of it, yeah. just in the quotation that you brought, mm. is revealed equally in yeah. heaven as in earth, in order to get you away from it. Yeah. Do you see the concept but, behind it? But, but you, you know, feel the concept? It's, that's not yeah. my question, what Meister Eckhart, let's say, says. Mm. For <coughs> me is important to get my personal understanding mm. yeah. what God means for me, because I grew up with all this, yeah. and I have to solve this problem for myself. Yeah, I agree. Mm. What? How can I fill this very, 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 very important word for me in a new context? Yeah, exactly. All and all what we have today. Mm. This is a wonderful teaching for me mm. to give a new, yes, uh, a new mm. fulfillment yeah. in this emptiness. Yeah. I, 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 I totally uh, with you. Language is so important for us and its use, but it's not only because the word doesn't have a meaning by itself, it's how it's between two people as much as with, with, with ourselves. And somehow we've got to kind of sit and feel there. I mean, for some people, the word emptiness, let's say, has such negative connotations. It's not like emptiness makes fullness possible. Emptiness makes all diversity possible. Empty, it has such a negative feeling. It's just better not to use the word. It, 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 it's got a kind of nihilistic, um, destructive, anti-life tone to it. And it can be as harmful and as unhelpful as the word God can be in another context. So we've got to, you know, be with, with the words. With the skill, that, that's part of the skill. Okay.